0: Carl here from Games, Brains of Bengal Life, and I'm here with Chris from Kent, UK-based Progressive, Sludge, Post. goes under a lot of different things, I think, upsy downsy. Chris, it's a pleasure to speak with you. How are you doing?
1: Yeah, yeah, not too bad. Thanks for having me on.
0: How have you been holding up, I guess is the right word at this stage, holding up during the many months of this uh, pandemic-stricken world?
1: Um, not too bad. I mean, luckily, I've been able to do a little bit because I... Work-wise, I do guitar lessons and stuff, so I've been able to do a a bit of it via Zoom or- Oh, teaching. Yes, yeah. So it works to a certain degree. Obviously, if they've got their own instrument, if they don't have a a drum kit, obviously I can't can't really do much, but I've been able to do a little bit of that. And then mainly I've been recording just from at home. I've got my own little kind of mini studio in in the small bedroom back there that I've been recording. in. I've, I've started a side project actually with a friend he does the vocals and I record most of the the uh, music side so I've I've been doing that as well as uh not so much writing upsy stuff we've, we've done one started one new one actually that we've been kind of messing about with obviously again we've only really been practicing for the last month or so mm. a bit i say lucky obviously now there's only two of us it's easier to practice at a distance because he's at one end I'm at the other so it's you know in that way it's a bit easier but um so yeah just mainly recording and a uh, little bit of work that kind of thing
0: you think you've uh been able to keep yourself distracted enough busy enough then with all of that
1: <laughs> yeah to a certain degree yes
0: because, I mean, every country obviously has kind of had a different. And we've been, over these months, thanks to artists being in lockdown and sitting at home, we've, you know, we've had the chance to speak to lots of different people from all over the world with different varying things. Now, you're in the UK, I'm in the UK, so we both have the same um, experience. Mm-hmm. But uh, where whereabouts are you? You're in Medway, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. So Rochester.
0: Oh, Rochester. Okay. So Welling in Kent as well. Um, oh, okay. it's yeah. not too far. No, not too far at all. But yeah, for um, do, you, do you find it really massively disrupted your personal life?
1: Um, again, I mean, in a way, actually, no, because of this whole Zoom. Everyone's obviously been you do, cause actually see we've been doing quite a lot of group chats and seeing people you know friends in who in London and stuff who used to live around here but have all you know moved out and, and stuff like that. Been able to do little meetings and kind of quizzes and things we've been doing with them so I've actually probably saw people more (laughs) than I would have done because obviously that would have involved going up to London or whatever so yeah in a way I guess plus everyone you know everyone's on whatsapp or some kind of messaging service now so you can kind of always be in touch with people so yeah to be honest it hasn't really been that bad in that sense for me at all
0: no I get that completely it's what we what would we have done without the modern world of technology the zooms the whatsapps the video calls uh would have been quite different i think
1: like i said was lucky as well because i've got some to record i know obviously some people wouldn't so to be honest if i hadn't had that i probably would have gone a bit stir crazy because mm. mm. there's only so many little riffs you can record on your voice, voice app on your phone and then that's it obviously being able to record and mix and stuff and share it with people as well because obviously it's easier now. You can literally whack stuff off a bandcamp in about under a couple of minutes. So yeah. Did you um? Did you start looking
0: around and you start seeing in relation to Upsy Dancy, what uh, other bands are doing in regards to streams and putting stuff out and all that? Did that put any pressure on you guys to do anything like that?
1: Not really, because because uh, we've were well, up until February there was three of us, mm. which the three of us w- recorded the the new album and um, so he left It's only just gone actually he was supposed to go in april but obviously because of this it moved on but so we've been trying to kind of work well i say we because dale's the drummer so the drums are pretty much the same it's more i've been trying to then work out how to do it as a as a two-piece band now rather than as a three-piece band so mm-hmm. mainly that's the main thing it's just you know slightly changing certain bits because obviously it would lack the bottom end. So what i have had to do now is, uh, I already run through two amps. Now I've got a third, which I've run through an octave pedal. So it's like the bass element side of it, if you see what I mean. Yeah. And so, um, Sorry, Carol. Yeah, so that's all. I've literally been trying to work out how to, to do that and play everything that we record. Well, not all the songs, but I think we generally play probably four of the songs of, I think, how many is this? Seven? I should I should know myself, six or seven. Seven, I think. seven. Yeah, seven <laughs> and So But to be honest, we always do with albums, we generally always want, what we always call like little segue tracks that you wouldn't necessarily play live, but they work well if you're trying to, because our thing is always to try and make an album that you can listen to yeah. one sitting that, we, you know. So I think some of the, you know, in the nineties, there were quite a lot of albums where, because it was more, cd orientated i guess they used to um whack all the singles or the good well I say good songs the those kind of songs at the start and then by the end of it it gets a bit you know oh, it's, it's kind of falling off fallen yeah. away a bit, if you see what i mean mm-hmm. so um, yeah so that's why we always add those little bits in so we don't have to really worry about working those out but we might sometimes use them as little loops that we play between songs, you yeah, know, whilst you're tuning up and things like that. So but otherwise it's only really been a few songs that we've got to work out, but it's been going well and um, hopefully at some point, I don't know when, but we'll be able to do something live. I don't really know when when that'll be or, or whatever, but fingers crossed at some point soon we can do something
0: absolutely um and going back to what you were saying so as are you planning to continue forward as a two-piece permanently now or are you on the lookout
1: at the moment it, we figured we'll go as a two-piece see how that goes see how people react to it and then i guess assess it from there because it was diff- not difficult it's just the with the band we started off as five and then mm-hmm. went to four and three and then two and because we've been going such a long time it's not hard but I don't know getting someone in yeah might be a bit odd if you see what I mean in that situation so well, yeah, we we figure we I mean to honest there are a lot of two-piece bands it's not as if it's an impossibility now a lot of bands seem to be you know again with technology and pedals and loopers and all this kind of stuff it, you know it's easier to do these kind of things now than it would have been you know 10 or so years ago I think
0: well absolutely the rise of um they, well, as, you, as they would have called bedroom artists, solo acts and stuff like that, they're then risen from their bedrooms purely thanks to the technology. Mm-hmm. Um, it certainly doesn't, it's, doesn't make it impossible. But when you're building then towards a new album, which is obviously what you've been guys been doing, we're almost at the point of release for um, the new album. What difficulties did you face then when it came to kind of building towards it while stuck at home?
1: Um, well, oh, I don't know. I, wasn't really, I mean, again, because obviously we're, we're working with Trepanation Record Recordings on this as well, so he's been put a lot of work in with mm. the press side and you know, using the social media stuff. So, again, it hasn't really been that much different to what we would have normally done without the you know, the gigs. That's the only thing we haven't really been able to do. And, um, up, up until as I say, our last gig, we were really only still playing, I think three or two of the songs. We have not started playing some of the other ones. So yeah. we haven't really been able to get that across, you know, the live side. But I guess as well, you, you know, again, with technology, people make their own videos. so We've been able to do bits like that. And hopefully at some point there'll be some kind of videos just because the, our songs are so long, making a video for something, something that's like nearly 10 minutes long can take, take its time, if you see what I mean, so. You need to take a leaf
0: out of the popular music bracket as you said and do radio edits effectively
1: <laughs> yeah it could do i always find i don't know i i don't really like radio edits to be honest with you so i always prefer the longer and i understand why they exist but i think sometimes when it's a piece of so long it's trying to cut even it down to i don't know how you do it to be honest if you see what
0: i mean but of course as well and uh you know the the tracks you're referring to the longer ones that appear on score um if you start trying to cut that down you're going to not you're going to lose a lot a lot of that journey style music you're talking about
1: well because it's kind of most of the longer ones are are long for a reason because it's like you know it's a progressive build and like you say if you kind of cut that off it's kind of a bit like a bit anticlimactic if you see what i mean
0: absolutely um, so, as I said, we're about a week uh, from the release of SCORE. How are, you, how are you feeling about it at this stage now? You know, when you're this close to it, finally dropping?
1: Um, to be honest, it's actually... Because we've, it's been with us for quite a long time. I think we finished it, um, I think, last October, I think. Something like that. Oh, wow! I think we've, we recorded the bulk of it in March of 2019 then we listened to it and we were kind of like it needed at least another track it just didn't seem to flow as we wanted it to so then we went back in i think it was around october i yeah. might be wrong september october something like that to record another track so it's kind of as i say been done for quite a long time for us wow i mean it might have been, even been earlier my memory of it i can't I feel like it was last year but I think because of this whole lockdown and everything, it's all, everything seems to have blurred. I can't really remember everything, what, what it was like before. It seems like such a long time ago that it, you know this all started, if you see what I mean. So uh, you're
0: effectively sick of it then?
1: <laughs> to a certain degree, um, I guess. Especially in a way, I suppose, because I've, we've been practising them recently. But in a way that, you know, we, we're practising them, but for no not real reason, obviously you're perhaps unable to get them tightened up, but then it feels like we haven't got really a goal in it because we can't really play them out live, so I guess that can be a bit um, not annoying, but I guess you know, you're know you just going through it and through it, just hoping at some point we'll be able to actually get, get people to be able to see us do this, if you see what I mean. Yeah, I get what you I mean. mean. Sorry, there is a bit of excitement with it, but but again as well, we've had the vinyl for quite a while because we, had, we thought we'd better get in there and get it pressed up because I didn't know how long the, this was going to take with everything at the minute and then luckily I think they you know they they, they, they were actually really quick getting that done and stuff so but um, I mean it's always exciting to have something come out because obviously then people can can hear it but obviously as we've been releasing a few little songs here and there as well so people have been kind of reacting to what they've heard already which has been positive so that's great as well yeah, about
0: that uh, positive feedback then from the what's been released so far—is that something you've uh, you go out of your way to check out? You find yourself perhaps obsessing over or looking deeper into?
1: Um, I don't know. I always, you know, take the time if someone's got, you know put the effort into writing something. I'll read it, yeah. um, even if it's not necessarily positive reaction to things. But um, I don't really. I wouldn't say that I would obsessed over it or anything like that uh, you know it's everyone has an opinion i suppose and you can't please everybody you know it's not one of those things so i mean i know and or, or we know as a band we are happy with it and it's you know it's how we wanted it to come out and we you know with all the artwork and, and everything as well so um it's, yeah, i think it'll be a bit of anticipation to see what people say or what people think and if you know people buy it or, or download it or whatever So, um, I guess we'll see. Yeah. Come this weekend as well. Well, I say, I don't think there'll be reviews straight away, but hopefully there'll be something up in the future a bit. Well, it's
0: been what, three years since um, the previous album? About
1: three years? Yeah, 2017. I think uh, that, again, with that, we all, it's always, always, generally, we have it for about, it's finished for about a year to a year and a half beforehand because. There's all the like the work you've got to find someone that might want to be you know interested in releasing it, pressing it up. You know, these things take time. So yeah. again, I'd say that was probably finished in 2016, but I think obviously it didn't come out until 17. I think it was September, September 2017, something like that.
0: It was it was actually. I look, I remember looked last night because I was looking at the previous review and I was like, oh, it is almost exactly three years since the release of I um I Awake. Uh, yes, yeah, so I think you are right, September.
1: So, um, yeah, I mean, like I say, I think um, we'll, we'll see what will, what, you know, what will happen, we'll see if, what people will think. But at the moment, uh, quite a lot of comments that we've had on Facebook or Twitter and stuff, That people seem to be really enjoying what they're hearing, so fingers yeah. crossed.
0: Yeah, that's, that's it. I mean, ultimately, people are going to love it, people are going to hate it. It is part and parcel of, hell, if you, you don't really make it unless you've got a bunch of haters anyway, so hopefully you'll get
1: some. Well, I think as well what it is, Again, everyone everyone's got the internet, and everyone's everyone's a critic now, I suppose, because everyone can start up their own blogs and Facebook pages and Instagram. So, which is great because obviously it means that there's more people, you know, listening to it and and reacting to it. But like you say, you know, you can't can't win them all, I suppose. Yeah. And how much do you reckon? um, How much of a different
0: beast is Upsy Downsy these days compared to your start way back in what two thousands?
1: Uh, yeah, 2000 that's when we started, yeah. I guess it's, we got heavier I think, or mm. more, in, in a way, it was kind of like we thought about the fact that when you play gigs, you know, people send, generally talk during the quieter moments. so we were like, Joe, you know let's stop doing so many quieter bits and just be as loud as possible, because in that way, if, in a way, you're forcing people to have to, to listen, if you see what I mean, but yeah. Um, I don't know, I think we just evolved more into that. We'd still do, like as I say, the little segue tracks are kind of quiet and things, but I think um, there's not a mate, I mean, we obviously still mainly, we did go for a little period of singing and again, it got to the point where when um, there were such small passages in in a in a gig that there'd be a bit of vocal. You'd go to use the mic and it I wouldn't be on, or it'd be too quiet. So I, I think in the end, it was a bit like, do you know what? not worry about this or we do those songs but don't we wouldn't worry about the vocal uh, and stuff like that yeah but you know i think you know it was definitely more post-rock to start with i think down down that kind of route and then i guess now we're more down the like you said earlier sludgier progressively kind more proggy uh kind of uh stuff but yeah i think you know as i say it's more the a, a general gist i'd say is we're probably a more heavier than we were. And um yeah, I guess it's just one of those things. Well,
0: 20 years is an incredible amount of time for any band to still be going, uh, particularly in the way the music industry has changed over that period. H- for you, does it feel like 20 years? Has it just
1: flown by? <laughs> um like I, sometimes it feels like it has, and sometimes you think like, God, is that, that long ago? You know what I mean? It's just been doing it so long i guess it's just kind of comes part, part of you kind of thing just keep keep going with it until i think we always said we'll just keep going until it doesn't feel fun or yeah. or or whatever anymore if you know what i mean so um obviously i think this lockdown thing kind of has made it a bit more difficult in a sense like as i said we can't play so you kind of get, lose your motivation a bit with that but as i say i think we you know we're still into doing it so we'll just carry on and it's, it's easy, uh, you know. Again, not to keep going, harping on about technology and stuff, but it's easier to be able to work on things now at home or, or whatever, and send recordings back and forth. Or oh, what do you think of this little bit? Or so we often record for rehearsal and then take that back and then listen to it and work, you know, see if that bit worked or what this bit he's working on. So um, it's been good because we've, like I said, we've started a new song or a new a new piece that we're working on at a minute. So well, that's exciting. But we, we we it's, it's kind of slightly different because obviously it's only one i am doing all the guitar mm. and all the drum so there's not much really to talk about what we, we generally seem to do it in small bits we'll add another bit sit then play it all the way through does that work does it need anything else if you see what i mean yeah so it sounds um, quite in sync but yeah that has been as, as i said that's been the, the most fun thing i think at the minute is being able to do that work on some newer stuff to see how it, see how it goes you know because one thing to keep rehearsing the same, you know, can we do this old stuff? Yeah, that's that's working. Now we need to see if we can obviously do something. We've been part of, you've
0: been, as I said, 20 years, you've been part of the ever-changing music world. Um, the growth, the rise of streaming, YouTube, and the necessity of constant social media presence. Do you <laughs> yes. think you guys have adapted well to this? Uh...
1: Probably not me. As as more, (laughs) I I do. I do actually do most of the social media stuff, but um, I'm not particularly that into computers and things. If you know what I mean. Uh, Fair enough. You can tell this isn't my my Zoom. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, But yeah, in a way, I think so. Obviously, because it's not. I think. I think I'm, I'm more of one of those kind of people that can take it. You know, knows how to use it enough, but doesn't. You know, doesn't go into it too much. I'm more still into vinyl and things like that more than anything else. I don't really download stuff. I must admit, Uh, I rather have. I still even buy CDs actually because I prefer a physical thing. As I can see you in the background there as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Yeah, there is. uh, You know, streaming makes life easier when you've got to listen to a bunch of music in short amount of time. But when you want to own something, you want to own it. Nothing will be. The vinyls this cassettes
1: cds it's great as well like you know people, people can access it straight away but you're up against everyone now aren't mm. you because anybody can is can especially at the moment because there's no real i say no real need obviously people can't play live so people can just form bands as a recording like i said the, the the thing i did or i have been doing that i'm putting finishing touches with my friend which is kind of like a more noise rock thing but uh, you know there's only two of us he does the singing and i played the bass guitar and the drums and recorded it but obviously that won't be able to do in, in, uh, live we won't be able to do anything because you'll need more people but yeah because obviously everyone can do that kind of thing now release stuff straight away to Bandcamp or soundcloud or or whatever you're all, you know you are up against a lot of different different you know different talented people so i always think it's you know It's the good and the bad, I think, with internet and stuff. But um, I think, you know, as I say, um, I think I've
0: lost what I'm going for with that now. Sorry, what was the question again? That's right. um, I'm going to, well, Popton, even though it's a necessity, like it's a necessity that you must do this, be it Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, YouTube, whatever, and sometimes all at once, would you say it's something then you just don't enjoy and
1: you just force yourself to do? I guess to a certain degree because I don't know. Sometimes it's like I'm. I must. Admit, I'm not one of those people that literally thinks like I better. Oh, that's good. I better say that or put this up. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a bit like ah, oh, better put something up because I'm put something up for a while, and um, you don't. I guess it gets a bit like especially if you're because I've got up Obviously, I've got my other side project, my solo thing I do, which is like a synth kind of, uh. Synth kind of you know uh. Side, uh Soundtracky kind of uh, hmm. sci-fi stuff. Yeah. And then you've got to be like, oh, I haven't posted anything on that one for a while. And then you've got to switch from that one. Then you've got to, you know, so it's hashtags and things to try <laughs> and get people to see it. And then trying to work out what's, you know, I'm not... Plus, I remember people being like, oh, you know, what's you need to post it this time. That's the best time to post. More people see it. And it's a bit like, oh... Algorithms, man. Yep. Yeah, I honestly don't know how to. I must. Admit, I know some of my friends, they know, to, they know how to use the internet and algorithms. I just... I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, and I don't really want to get into it too much. because, like you say, you end up obsessing and trying to get more and more likes. And even then, sometimes it's like, is that, is that a real person or is that yeah. one of those like paid bot kind of people? Or Because you always get these weird, like, you know, you'll put something on Instagram and then someone will comment and then you'll click on them. And it's like, does is this, is this person even exist? Yeah, And it doesn't really make any sense. And so it's that, there's that weird element to it as well.
0: It's unfortunate because um, once upon a time, as a band, you might have uh, you, you measured your success in obviously record sales and number of people show at your shows and stuff like that. Whereas a modern band seems like they either want to or are forced to measure their success by the number of likes or yeah. followers and stuff like that.
1: Oh, it's, I think as well, like a lot of record companies or re- labels—they, you know—they won't touch you unless you've got over a certain amount of likes on mm. Facebook and stuff, which is fine. But I think, you're g- I think it works more in favour for younger bands because obviously they're more into that kind of technology. You know, it's more their thing. Uh, obviously, yeah. we, we, I've grown up with it, but it, you know, I remember a time when it, when it wasn't a thing. Because obviously, I mean, we used to have uh, MySpace, MySpace. that guide. I don't even know if our still exists, actually. I never took it down. So it might, but there was another one. Oh, was it called? I can't remember what it's called. It was one that um Mid-year, I think, started up. From, oh from, but yeah, it was a weird thing. And I did that for a bit, but then no one seemed to take on that one. So then I took that one down. So yeah, there are always main, you know, things you've got to try to, you know, just to try and see if you can get a bigger audience or what it'll get, or get across to people. But um, like you say, I guess in a way, some of the time it's like, oh god, put this on Instagram, then I've got to put it on. Uh, Facebook then I've got to put it on Twitter then I've got to make a little video and that's get a bit kind of like and then you're sending it emailing it back and forth between your phone and your laptop yeah and all that kind of thing so I guess in a way it's not a drag because if I didn't want to do it I wouldn't do it obviously so but it's it's just one of those things so I guess if you want to like I say get get it across to people so they can hear it and more people can see it I guess you've got to play that game it's
0: interesting you said mentioned about uh, younger bands. Do you guys kind of see yourselves as like elder statesmen of the UK scene, 20 years in all?
1: Um, elder statesmen, um, definitely old, I think. <laughs> old, older. Um, I mean, because there's, there's still other bands. I mean, we, we still play with bands uh, that we've played with, you know, for years, so there's, there's, there's still quite a lot of people that we still see and stuff, and um, but obviously. We do kind of notice that you know people. They know there are a lot more younger bands and stuff. Because obviously, from teaching guitar and stuff, obviously I see kids learning things and playing as well. So uh, I don't know if I'd say elder Statesman, Just stick in the muds, I guess. That keep 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 on going with it. I think. Do you do you feel do you feel a part of it? Do you feel
0: connected to that? The scene in the UK.
1: Um. Uh, I don't know. I guess sometimes it's but it's, it's, it's all a little bit of a distant memory now, because obviously' like without the live element it yeah. there no, there's no scene at the minute, is there so yeah I mean sometimes you know it's it's great to be included with certain festivals and things when we if we you know get chose for those kind of things, and we've got friends who promote gigs all over the place. It's always nice to go and do those sometimes I think I mean we haven't really because obviously um. The older you get, jobs and things, Mm -hmm. life seems to get in the way. So I guess we we weren't weren't able to play as much as we'd like to. So when we do, it's great. And, you know, we do get to play and see some great bands and stuff.
0: Do you think you've kind of, at this point now as well, on a personal level, nailed the balance of giving up to down to the time it needs, giving all your other projects the time it needs, but also not massively affecting your personal life and your loved ones?
1: um I'd, to be honest music is literally every, that's all i do it's all i think about so it's kind of pretty much there's always music playing in the house or <laughs> um, doing something so i guess I, it's not really an obsession because it just kind of can't it is just what i do music is just you know what i mean it's just something it's, that i've it's in your veins clearly yes and i think generally all the friendships i've made or all the people i know and stuff is it's all it's all been through music or meeting people out at venues or you know the music clubs that we grew up at when we were kids and stuff so I think literally everything literally yeah you're right everything is pretty much amazing music with me I think probably drive my partner mad with it because obviously it's one of those things but she's great she's been you know she's really supported with it and stuff so but yeah I think I could drive people band. mad with it, constantly playing music all the time or I don't think I can get in a car or go anywhere without something playing. I
0: think it's amazing. It literally surrounds you. It is, <laughs> as I said, running through your veins. It's, it is intricately linked in your life. And that's, that's incredible. And I want to go back to something you mentioned, because I was investigating it last night, and I want to see if you can clear it up for me. So, in 2015, you released an OST for a movie called Faster <laughs> Than Evil. Now, right. I have looked everywhere for this movie. What
1: happens? <laughs> it doesn't exist. I know it. We did it as a, a kind of, I guess, a joke. But um, we we wanted to do uh, something completely different. We were kind of at that point. We were into, I think it was, you know, like the whole um, Death Waltz. That you know, that, I don't know if you've heard of that record label that started bringing out vinyl versions of um, all the cool old um, horror soundtracks. I don't think actually you can see. As oh my
0: it's
1: amazing. So um, they, they did like, it started off with kind of like, you know, the Halloween soundtrack and stuff, but it's all that weird synthy kind of stuff. So we just wanted to do an album in that vein. Hmm. We thought rather than do it and just call it something, we, we'd make it as if it was for a, a film. And then we kind of made it up and then we <laughs> went to the point of kind of making a fake, uh, a, there was a fake website for it at one point, but. Um, I think we were, there were thoughts about it, about possibly making something, not a film, but doing something. But I think in the end, it just got it would have taken too long. But yeah, it was mainly just basically we thought let's do it as a joke and then see if anybody believes it and see what happens with it. So this one that's that's amazing. As I said, I sat there last night and I was like, right, let me
0: hunt down this movie. Let me watch this movie on night shifts. And that way I can at least mention and talk about that and obviously couldn't find it. And then I found a Twitter page and I was like, okay, so it exists on Twitter. Oh, but that Twitter stopped in 2015. And then there was no, nothing in IMDb. And I was like, I don't think this movie exists.
1: (laughs) Feel free. If you want to ever make, make it, you you can do so. Look, the music's already written. Already written. (laughs) But yeah, Um, like I said, it just, because we wanted it to, to flow like it was from a, a soundtrack. Or let's just kind of make one up, if you see what I mean. And do those sort of early horror soundtracks? You talk
0: a lot about synth and stuff like the John Carpenter-esque stuff, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, does that massively have a lot of influence? Not on Upside Down, of course, but on you.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you, I think with this album and the last one, there are some elements of that running through it, especially with the Eye as well. We use quite a lot of synth stuff in mm. it. And uh, the opening track, I think, of that was very kind of sympathy as well. Uh, but yeah, I think for uh, not so much, I think maybe like, as I say, four years ago, coming up to now, I, used to, I haven't listened to that for a while, actually, that stuff. I've actually got all the records over there. I was just thinking to myself, I haven't listened to those for a bit. But um, <laughs> definitely was an influence or something that I was really into, you know, for a couple, couple of years ago. And it did definitely go into my solo stuff, the In Arcadia stuff and um also like i said elements of the last two albums so um yeah i mean they're great as well because they're you know because it's instrumental stuff as well it's you know and um quite a few bands i mean i think mogwai did a song didn't they on um rave tapes which has kind of had that vibe to it as well i think you know it it did seem to kind of cross over into people's consciousness for a bit i think and there's, there's there, a like there's a there's a, there's a there's a, it's a proper scene who do that kind of thing. Like uh, I can't think of anything off the top of my head at the minute, but there there are bands that do not fake soundtracks, but that kind of soundtrack-esque album stuff. Think it's oh, Zombie. Have you heard of the band Zombie?
0: Mm, mm, does ring a bell? Maybe because it's such a generic name.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's it's named after zombies in the Zombie without the E, just Z O M B.
0: I. Oh, of course, uh, the um, Ful- Fulci film.
1: That's it. Yeah. And um, yeah, they're, they're, they were one of the first bands. That was a while ago that I, I, I listened to or really got into. They did this. I think there were a two piece I might be wrong, but they were doing that kind of, uh, I, I, I guess you could say mock kind of soundtrack stuff, but it, it works well as its own kind of album, if you see what I mean, as well. So we yeah. get chances. I don't know what they've done for a while, actually, but um, I had a few of their earlier ones. So they were great, that kind of thing. And it's just fun to add different elements in, I suppose, with synths and things. Just brings in different shades as well.
0: Can't as well, be doing this all the time, I suppose. And I suppose it keeps things fresh for you, right? If you're just trying and messing around with new things and different things here and there, keeps your mind active?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's what we always want. We always try and want to do something, because, you know, we, some bands, you know, they stick with what they do, and that's fine, you know, that's what they do, and they're good at it. We, kind of like to experiment about with different bits because it just makes it more fun. Yeah. You know, for us, like you say, because, you know, if you it's like, oh, we've never used this before, let's try and add this in, or, or whatever, if you see what I mean. Very few bands can be Slayer,
0: you know, and just stick <laughs> to that one thing and make a massive career out of it, very few.
1: Yeah, I know what you mean. But then, like you said, they do it well, so. That's it. So, last
0: thing then, Chris, before you go, what if any plans do you have in the works then over the next 12 months that you can either share with us or talk about?
1: Um, okay well obviously the album comes out next week so there's yeah. that um, hopefully at some point there'll be some kind of gigs to go with but no one seems to really know it's, everyone's just speculating I think mm. I do keep hearing quite a lot of like radio stuff or seeing on the internet that a lot of bands are starting to tour again around April so Seems to be there's something that people are thinking that next year, I guess everyone's w- waiting to see what's gonna happen this winter, I suppose. Yeah. It's The big thing. So um, but I've got my other side project that I mentioned, the two piece uh, called Dead Mammals. We've got an EP coming out in September. We did like a, what we did first, well, let's see, we did the out. We're doing an album of about 11 uh, of songs of our own, but we also done like a little covers EP of influences and, oh, cool. bands. and that's been that's actually been really fun for me to do because as well as obviously loving instrumental music and stuff like that i'm a massive fan of of uh 80s and 90s kind of noise rock bands you know awesome black, like nirvana big black mission of burma wipers that kind of stuff mm. and I, I grew up on all that stuff so it's been great to be able to do that so yeah we're doing a little covers ep that will be coming out again hopefully i think on trepanation uh in september and then my other solo project, the in Arcadia, the synth stuff, got an album coming out in December, I think, as well. And uh, that again uh, it's actually been finished quite a while. That so I've, I've been doing. It's been great to be able. To, it's great to actually have these different things to do now, because obviously I've got three uh, elements of music that I'm really into, but they're they're very you know they complement each other, but then you know they're not exactly the same. So it's been great to be able to do. To do that kind of stuff, and they're, they're on the Instagram and, and there's a Facebook page, I think, for most of them. So, Dead Mammals is one, and In Arcadia is the other. People wanted to check them out.
0: Very, very busy, then you're going to be very, very busy.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, as I say again, with, with the, uh, In Arcadia stuff, it was actually finished. That's probably about a year and a half ago. It's one of these things you get them finished, and then you've got to work to try and see if people will be interested. And obviously, you can't just expect them to be like, yeah, I'll release it, and I'll release it tomorrow.
0: And that's it's, it, yeah.
1: You've got to wait, and it kind of, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things. But, yeah, it's kind of exciting to have these different things coming out. So, in touch with it, again, hopefully they'll, people will react positively to those as well. So, it's been, you know, it's been good to be able to work on that kind of stuff.
0: What about... Um... What about your, uh, guitar, your, your guitar school effectively, your, your teaching lessons? Is that something that um, you're still like, looking you are taking on students?
1: Uh, yes and no, because at the minute it's um, obviously again, some people are, are happy to carry on doing them on the, on, via online. I've had a few people start coming back. Obviously it, it depends on whether people are comfortable with, with it and things like that. And um, the only thing is with this, because I do it in schools, uh, quite a lot of them have got back saying that at the moment the earliest because what I do is obviously you, you go into different schools and the kids come out of their lessons to do say a 20 minute guitar lesson mm. because of the new that they're doing like these bubbles where obviously then the kids can only stay they're going to stay in one classroom yeah because, so they're not allowed to physically walk around and stuff so at the moment they're saying uh october possibly later for this kind of thing so I don't really know what's going on with that at the minute it's just doing what you know doing what I can with it I've actually had to get like a a little um, driving delivery job I've been doing as well kind of fill in so about to try to do that but uh, you know I was lucky to be able to get that I know for a lot of people it's been a lot worse so I can't really complain yeah, but you, 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 your,
0: your job, for example, is one of the Forgotten Ones, man. That really absolutely sucks to hear that because it's, it's, there's so many elements and it's like, oh, people kind of go, oh, this, this needs to be sorted and that needs to be sorted. And then you get this falling for the cracks almost. Yeah. It's, it's the so other, important.
1: The other thing as well is you've got to think about the fact that we don't really know what's going to happen. Once the furlough stops for people you know, who've got it in October, they then might lose their job. And they're not going to be able to afford things like guitar lessons. And so mm-hmm. a lot, you know, and annoyingly, music is one of those things, even in some of the schools I teach in, it's one of those things that you say is starting to drop through the cracks a bit. They don't seem to, you know, it's always, I think it's always the way where music and art is always the one. Soon as luxuries yeah. almost. Yeah. So touch wood, hopefully something will um, come back from, you know, it was, I think once, well using the word normality comes back obviously I know what is normality really Mm. once that once it starts to come back maybe things will pick up but you don't know I don't know I think a lot of people don't know what's going to happen or you know what's ahead so
0: it is a massive
1: constant
0: watch this space whether it be for your life for your band
1: for a gig (laughs) it's crazy I mean I never would have thought you know that this kind of thing would have ever happened really Mm. You you know, if you just said to me this time last year, this will happen. I've been like, no, not, you know, but I guess, you know, I think people are adapting to it now though. So hopefully, like I say, once it's brand brand new, isn't it? And it's Mm -hmm. starting to get, you you know, people are getting used to all this kind of stuff. So hopefully once, you know, people get used to it or things start to ease up, things might, you know, start to pick up
0: absolutely um and let's try to end it on a bit more of a positive note of that down a t- down a bit um <laughs> score out on the 28th of august by traffic rec- recordings
1: that's it
0: chris thank you so much for your time
1: no worries thanks for having me and uh yeah hope to speak to you again soon
0: thank you very much for watching you can check us out on gbhbell.com as well as on facebook instagram twitter and tumblr Go to Patreon to help us out over there, that's patreon.com forward slash GBHBL as well as Big Cartel where you can find some of our merchandise. We have a podcast running on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts and of course, if you like this video, do us a favour, hit the subscribe button and help the channel grow. Games, horror and heavy metal, what else is life for?